Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. There are many reasons to attend college. One of them is to be better prepared to get a good job with a good salary. The road to that job and salary goes through the interview process. Today, we will focus strictly on the interview and talk about how to prepare for it, what to say, what not to say, and a few other important considerations. One of the keys to a good life is preparation. So let's begin with preparing for the interview. The first step is to fully research the potential employer. I will refer to the potential employer as the employer, just to simplify the conversation. You should want to know all you can about the employer in your own interest. Would you want to work for a company that's in financial distress or for one that is known to treat their employees poorly? I don't think so. Research can be very revealing. If the employer is a public company, a great deal of public information is readily available. The best starting point is the company's annual report. You can access this through the Securities and Exchange Commission at sec.org, or you can go to the company's website. This report will describe the company in its own words, what it does, what goods or services it provides, and it tells you about its vision, its plans and objectives for the future, and it tells you about the risks it faces. You should want to know this about any employer, so this is important to you. This information may also be important for the interview. It can help you answer the question, what do you know about us? That's a common question. They're looking to see if you did your homework. It can also help you formulate questions for the employer. They will ask you if you have any questions, and you should have some. You should also visit the company's website. You can do this for a private company or a nonprofit as well. So you can do this for those who are not required to provide annual reports. If you go to, let's say, Pfizer's website, you will find information about topics including, in their words, our people, our products, our purpose, careers, investors, news, and a number of additional topics. You should want to know all you can about the company you may work for. And equally important, you want to be able to demonstrate to the interviewer that you are thorough and, as I say, that you do your homework. Make sure you review your resume. Sounds like an odd thing, but you need to be prepared to flawlessly discuss anything on it. For example, if you worked as an intern, be prepared to discuss what you did, what you learned, and they may ask you about any difficulties you encountered. And that's okay if you had difficulties. 
The question is, how did you resolve them? And that is what they want to know about. It's all about resolving problems. Similarly, you should be prepared to discuss jobs or volunteer positions you, you had and be able to discuss them in the same way. This leads us to the interview. Remember, the interview is in large part the reason for the job offer, and it sets up the amount of money you are offered. Listen calmly to the questions. Respond thoughtfully and purposely. Listen so you can respond appropriately. Listen so you can identify questions to ask and listen so you have information to use if and when you negotiate your starting salary. So the key word, listen. If you don't understand the question, you should ask for a clarification. There is nothing wrong with that. It shows you are listening. Respond thoughtfully. And remember, your purpose is to get the job. I want to stress that your answers should be honest and sincere. Be confident and humble, not bold. It takes confidence to be humble. You can admit not knowing something because you know you have many skills. Keep in mind, you are seeking a first-time, full-time job. You are not expected to have all the answers. You are expected to be cooperative and capable and willing to learn. There is nothing wrong with expressing this. Another important point, this is the interviewer's show. They direct it. Don't get in the way. But when they turn it over to you by asking you a question, show them what you have. Do it calmly, confidently, and with a sense of humility. Some questions you should be prepared to answer. Tell us about yourself. This is a common question. It's a common starting point. The purpose is to allow you to speak. They want to hear from you. One way to respond is, I'm an accounting major, and I became interested in accounting because. Tell them what made you interested. Tell them what you like about your major. Let's say you worked in an internship, and that contributed to how you feel about your major and the field you're entering. That is a good thing to say. It could be that your answer is, well, I worked at an internship, and it was there that I became convinced that I want to be an accountant and that I could excel at it. It is also acceptable to talk about personal interest. For example, you could say, I am an avid baseball fan. I played baseball in high school, and I love the teamwork. It was a great feeling to contribute to a team effort. I learned how doing my part contributed to my team's success. I also love the strategy. When I watch a game, even today, I'm always thinking about how I would handle the situation. You can answer similarly for other activities. It doesn't have to be sports. But the point is that your interests demonstrate that you are a thinking person, that you've learned teamwork from your interests and the benefits of working hard. Use this and use this question and this opportunity to point out your good qualities that make you an excellent candidate. I would suggest writing a script that answers this question so you can review it 
and be well prepared for any similar type question that you can bring up these important qualities and points. Another question that you could face, what are your goals? A potential answer, I'd like to get a good job such as this one and work for a good company such as this one. I know I'll work hard on the job. I will consider going to graduate school. And I think if I do this, it will all work out for me and for my employer. You shouldn't tell the interviewer that you want his or her job. That doesn't go over well. Also be prepared for why are you the right person for this job? So a potential answer. I don't know who else you're interviewing, but I feel my education has prepared me well. I work hard. I am a team player. And I recognize I don't know all the answers, but I will ask many questions and I will learn a lot from you. Now, that is a response where you're interviewing with the manager for the position. After the interview, I strongly suggest make notes for yourself. Make notes of significant parts of your discussion including those you were not happy about, and maybe especially those you were not happy about. By making notes about what you think might have gone wrong, you can review this and prepare for another interview so you can answer that same question in a more acceptable manner. Let's say you did well on the interview and you are invited back for a second interview. You should ask, who you'll be meeting with. It could be with the same person, the manager. The manager indicates you will also be meeting with upper-level managers. This would be a really good sign. Sometimes they'll tell you that they may make an offer to you, but even if they don't, research the salaries for your field on websites such as glassdoor.com, payscale.com, salary.com, and LinkedIn. You need an idea of the average starting salaries for your field. I also suggest that you discuss salaries with faculty and others who should have some knowledge. Remember about the company that's making the offer to you. When they make you an offer, they want you. They spent time with you and they feel strongly enough that they've made an offer that they are willing to follow through on. Also remember that salary negotiations are normal and expected. Offers are not withdrawn due to a counteroffer. Enter your discussion knowing the averages, starting salaries, that is, and knowing why you deserve more. So some possible reasons of why you might deserve more than the average. You were a top student. You received honors. You have appropriate work experience in summer jobs or internships. The point is you're looking something that you can cite as a reason that you are better than the average. Now some examples of how to make the counter offer. So you're at the point, the employer has made an offer to you. You are well prepared. You think that, that you should negotiate for more money. So first thing you want to do is thank. Is this a job you would accept? One possible counteroffer. I am really excited about this opportunity. You have an impressive organization 
and I think I would fit in nicely with you and your team. I know I will work hard to get the job done. I was hoping you have some salary flexibility, and you stop there. Now, you keep quiet. You are turning this back over to the interviewer for them to respond. What you're not doing is making it easy to say no. You're looking, you're leaving this open-ended and looking for an explanation. It's a nice way of asking for more money. And if you can cite factors that make you, in your eyes, a better candidate, express them. So another scenario, you have another offer from a different company for more money, but you like this job. You would consider it. One way of responding is, I have an offer of, and you tell them the amount, for another interesting job. I think I prefer your company. Can you beat this offer? What you're doing is you're giving them the opportunity to compete with your, your other offer. If they should ask you who that company is, I would resist answering that because it's a small world and people talk. And you could even indicate, uh, this is my first time on these interviews. Am I supposed to tell you that? If this is the job you know you want, in other words, you've been through the interviews, you've done your research, you feel that this job fits you just right, one way to respond to the offer. I really like this position, your staff and your company. If you can increase the salary too, and you name the amount, which of course is greater than what they've offered, I am prepared to accept the offer. Don't say you're prepared to accept the offer if you're not. It's not unusual for employers to refuse to negotiate with first-time candidates. And if you are so informed, consider this approach. Thank you for this offer. I am interested. I am seriously interested. But I would like to consider this overnight or for a couple of days. Can I get back to you? You could indicate, and the words that are commonly, commonly used, or I'd like to sleep on it. It's an acceptable request. They expect that. You are showing that you are thoughtful. If you receive an offer from a different company, well, let, no, let, let's say you receive an offer from this particular company, but you have another interview scheduled. So you have an interview with a scheduled for another company, not an offer. It is reasonable to ask, can you keep this offer open until next week? This will allow me to, to complete another interview. I've worked really hard to get to this point, and I want to fully consider my options. Nothing wrong with that answer. Do not say anything which is not true, such as, I have another offer. Don't say that unless you actually have one. And as I say, avoid naming the company for a competing offer because it is a small world. And in many fields, competitors know each other. They are members of trade groups and they speak all the time. And it's not unusual for them to get on the phone and talk about a particular candidate. Another thing I suggest not saying, I'll be honest with you. Does that mean you weren't being honest with me now? They're just words that you should not use. Another thing not to do, don't volunteer your pay range. If asked, I would indicate 
that I have some general knowledge of salaries based on research, but I'm still learning. And I would like to hear about your range. Maybe you could explain what the range is that this job calls for. What you're doing is you're you're indicating something that's reasonable to, to indicate, that you are new on this job front. They know that. And you're really ter turning the ball back over to them. The ball, so to speak, is back in their court. Another thing I strongly suggest not doing is don't complain during the interview. Don't complain about your college, your teachers, or your college workload. I wouldn't even complain about family and friends. You don't want them to think of you as a complainer. But let's just talk about complaining about your college or, or the workload. You're complaining about the place that prepared you for this job. Generally speaking, it's not a good idea. Now, even if, and it's possible, that you think your college should have done something different to prepare you, that's not the subject that you should bring up during an interview. And you certainly don't want to negotiate just for the sake of negotiating. You want to use all the information you've gathered and you want to think about it in advance. You want to put together scripts. And by scripts, I mean, you write out your answer to the various questions. Write it out. Think about it. Is, a, is it a good answer? And run it by somebody else, somebody else you, you trust. Let's say it's a student who has the same major as you. It may be faculty. Run by your answers. Run your answers by someone else so they can hear your script. Now, I'm not telling you to go out there and provide memorized answers. If you prepare the script, you have something in your mind that you can refer to. Keep in mind. During the interview process, many of us tend to get a little nervous. That's not uncommon. By having that script prepared and something in your mind, you have something to fall back upon when you get the question, which is similar to the one you've prepared for. And knowing that you've prepared in that way should also give you some confidence. Another point. Your personal finances, usually they're not relevant. Employers usually do not adjust the salary based on your needs. They give you a salary based on your skills and what they think you can do for them. And that's really where you should focus. I would focus on what you can do for them unless they ask you something specific. Uh, regarding uh, personal items. I'd like you to remember that negotiations, they're part of life. They're part of work. They're part of everything we do in life, including the hiring process. Employers expect negotiations. Another thing to keep in mind, this salary that you negotiate, that starting salary, that becomes the basis for your raises. In other words, that starting salary can affect what you make in the future. It affects bonuses. And if somewhere down the road you should apply for another job, they always want to know about your current salary. And they consider that when they consider making you an offer. Remember, you effectively negotiate throughout 
the interview process. So throughout this process, I suggest to you that you stay calm, give calm answers. Don't be afraid of a little silence. Be thoughtful. Think about your answers. You could even indicate on something you're not sure about. Let me think about that for a moment. Of course, think quickly, but make sure you think and be purposeful. Remember, there's a purpose for what you are doing. Your purpose is to get this job, to provide accurate and honest, and I would say sincere answers. Because all of these qualities are viewed positively. The difference often between the candidate who gets the job offer and the one doesn't is not always their knowledge, especially on the first time job offer. The difference is that the employer thinks this candidate is a good fit, that this candidate is someone that we think we can talk to, that we think will communicate with us. That's why it's so important to have good communication during this process. So the employers, they've looked at your resume. They know the courses you've taken. They know your major. They've already had a discussion about that. What they're looking for now is do you fit in with them? And your personality becomes very important. So I stress to you, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. I wish you luck on your job interviews, and I hope you get the job you would like. Thank you. Talk to you next time on Dollars and Cents for College Students. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.